Hello and welcome back to my first fanfiction, the podcast where I'll read the second fanfiction that I ever wrote. Yay! I fucked up once, but that's two for three. So far, so good. Yay! Hi, Duncan. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, We are celebrating, not actually today, it won't actually be this day when it comes out, but I'm going to start off the podcast by saying a happy Valentine's Day to my father. It was his birthday on Valentine's Day, and we went and saw him and visited him. Uh, So say happy Valentine's Day, everybody. It's his birthday. Uh, I don't, this is like ancient lore. I don't think I've talked about this on this podcast, but um, I used to have a podcast with my dad where we would just talk and he i forget who brought it up over the weekend and i was like oh yeah that was a thing that we did for like a few months when i was living at home in between college and moving into my first apartment that was an interesting ride but he's never been on this podcast he finds it very confusing i disagree what he has been on the podcast not officially via phone he has been yeah he hasn't officially been on the podcast as an official guest um just because, like, like I said, he does not understand at all, like, the concept of the podcast. And even when I just tried to, like, pitch it to him in the sense of, like, here's what you would do, he was like, absolutely not. I will not engage with this with this utter nonsense. And I was like, that is your right. <laughs> totally fine. But he has observed uh, me and Chanel do a couple episodes. So he knows what the deal is. Astonishing that you wrung as many episodes of the previous podcast out of him as you did. Yeah, he doesn't like to do much. So it's kind of astounding that I got him to sit down and just like record a podcast every week. He still didn't really understand what a podcast was. Yeah. But <laughs> that and was certainly interesting. Even when he got into it, he also was still difficult about it. Yeah, like every week like it would be kind of like, I don't know if he's going to show up and do the podcast. And then it became like a thing that I needed to, my dad has a very strange sleep schedule. I don't know if I've talked about that either, but my dad kind of like a baby sleeps in like baby S cycles of like three to six hours or something like that. So like we like 11 o'clock is his like 7 p.m., you know, like that kind of thing. So he uh, used to like make me get up at certain times to do the podcast. It like became like this thing where I was like, I'd show up, get up early and everything. And I'd be like, is he actually going to do it? Is he actually going to do the podcast? And he, he did for the most part. I don't think he actually missed an episode. Maybe once he was just like, nah, <laughs> I refuse. But I think he did every single one that I, I, most of them that I asked him to do. I remember it was always a fight though. Yeah, it was always a struggle to get him to show up. He, he was he was a regular old diva, just like, nah. <laughs> but the fact that I got him there at all, I think, was very impressive on my part. Uh, more Certainly more impressive than getting Duncan to show up for this podcast, because uh, we only have three rooms in this house, so if I just follow him around with a microphone, by default, it becomes the podcast. You're, you're forgetting an important element. Okay. I have a great attitude. You do have a great attitude, and I appreciate that. <laughs> that might be the first compliment I've ever given you. <laughs> I didn't like, didn't like it. No? No. Why? It was felt unpleasant. Oh, my God. Well, great. I'm not going to compliment you anymore then. Okay, we can agree on that. <laughs> uh, so there you have it. That is where we've been this past week. I hope you're all doing well. And now we get to go into some delicious fan fiction. Anyway, let's let's get into this this yield first person. Throw me back to the last time I attempted this, and it, it clearly went uh, so well last time. So as usual, there is sadly no title to the chapter. I didn't think I would start to like miss the chapter titles, but here we are. We but we do have a description. The chapter description here is Cleo gets in the way. 
Very rude to Chanel's mother, Cleo. Yeah. It's so mean. I hate that Cleo's the villain because I just feel bad. I feel like I'm talking. I know it's obviously not Chanel's mom, but it just bothers me that I'm like, that her name is the same name. I don't think Cleo is the villain. I think Julia is the villain. That's a good point. Let's find out. I got up the next day, got dressed, and went to work. That's a good start. Okay. Uh... Where, where did we leave off in the... Oh, she, like, got the food, then it kind of just end, ended there with, like, her and Cleo talking about how she got food. That was it, right? I think Cleo was going to tell on her. Yeah, it seemed like that was maybe something that was going to happen. Maybe that's how she gets in the way. Today I had the morning shift. Unfortunately, so did Cleo. We hate Cleo. Yeah, so far, they, she has only worked with Cleo. <laughs> I usually end up getting the same shift as her. Oh, okay. Thank you. Usual. <laughs> yeah. I sat at my desk doodling in a notebook while Cleo checked her MySpace with the computer. That's a good one. Oh, boy. (laughs) Was there any MySpace in the previous book? I don't think there was. I feel like there may have been. There may have been like one passing. There, personally, in my opinion, there should have been more references to MySpace considering like I was super into MySpace as a kid. All right. Well, if that's so, who were your top eight friends? Couldn't tell you. It was very contentious who was in your top eight at the time. But I, I remember some of my screen names. Uh, my scene name, which is like an alliteration, like uh, was L Emergency. That was my scene name. And then before that, it was like, you know, like the XXX tilde thing, uh, Boricua Babe. So that was interesting as well. Those are the two that I remember the most. <laughs> um, they're the only two that I remember, rather. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, keep that in mind. Well, what kind of uh, background did you have? Uh, generally like black and pink, like, you know, yeah, yeah. black and hot pink was my, my, my go-to. That was your vibe. Yeah, for sure. Did a lot of coding on that, make it look good, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, you know. I do. (laughs) It's usually pretty slow in the morning since people are usually sleeping. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess so. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess people check out in the morning though. You check out at like 11. Usually like 11 or 10. This must be like 5 (laughs) a.m. Do they have people at the front desk, like, 24 hours? It depends on the hotel, but I think in most cases, yeah. Yeah. Then this is a fancy hotel, too, so. The only hotel in town. Yeah. It gets busy at breakfast, since that's when everyone comes down. This hotel has, like, continental breakfast, I think. Mm. This is nice. What do you think they have at breakfast? (laughs) Just, I don't know. It's a fancy restaurant, so it's hard to say. But I do think that hearing that they possibly have breakfast makes me wonder why, assuming that, you know, like, hotel breakfast, like, if they have, like, the Connell breakfast or anything like that, and it's a kind of buffet-style thing, yeah. how could they not give Julia any of the leftover food? Maybe they have a restaurant, um, you know, like adjacent, a proper restaurant? adjacent to the lobby, and people come down to the restaurant for okay. breakfast. Fair point, fair point. A lady walked across the lobby holding her daughter's hand. She looked over at me, then quickly looked away, disgusted. Okay. Very rude. <laughs> You're, I what think you, this is you just writing what you know, your drama yeah. and life experience. Yeah, people always look away from me, disgusted, <laughs> <laughs> like for no reason. <laughs> I looked at the mirror next to me. I had dirt streaks across my face, and my hair was tangled in knots since I don't have a hairbrush. Okay. Where did the dirt come from? Yep. <laughs> is she just rolling in the mud? <laughs> like, why does she just have dirt on her face? She was eating food, and then she didn't go outside, but now she's dirty. And this also confirms our theory that she cannot shower. For some reason, they won't give her a place to shower. Yeah, they really ought to, I think. They really, like, this whole plan is so half-baked. Like, they just give her a room and a job, but they don't give her anywhere to shower. Yeah. Any, like, what? (laughs) I'm confused. Mm. It's literally a place where people go to stay and, like, inhabit. They have 
showers everywhere. They have more showers than any other establishment in the world. Except maybe a shower store. Even a shower store. <laughs> I, I genuinely think they have more showers, more showers than a shower store. What about an apartment building? Yeah. Hotels have way more rooms than apartment buildings. I guess so, yeah. That's a good point. So they're, they have no excuse here. I lifted up my sleeve and saw dirt streaks across my arms. Okay, where is... <laughs> okay, we get it. She's yeah, dirty. She's dirty. <laughs> Why is she so dirty? <laughs> it's like, what if her bed is just like a pile of dirt? <laughs> it's just oh, like... Oh, that what? explains that it. That explains it. Let's just assume that. No, it's a cot. That's right. It's dirty cot. It's a cot in the middle of the break room. <laughs> People always look at me as if I were a wild animal. A circus freak. Wow. That is very rude to the wild animals and, and to the, the circus, circus freaks. freaks. Yeah. Very rude. They wonder how I ended up the way that I am. Maybe I was a bad seed. I think she is a bad seed. Yeah, you she can, just you is can a bad be two seed. things. Yeah, she is a bad seed because she has a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. 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 A bad spree, a bad seed sprouts a bad flower. That's very true. Julia, she is a bad, bad flower. flower. Maybe I was one of those crack babies. Oh, sad. Uh, yet none of them ever bothered to ask me what really happened. She doesn't even know what happened. If I saw, <laughs> I mean, if I saw a dirty concierge, <laughs> first I would be like, "Why'd you get so dirty?" I'm like, how'd that happen? I would not. <laughs> That's very rude, Julia. Right, Julia. I think is making a lot of assumptions. Yeah. Actually, she's thinking people are making assumptions about her. Yeah. But I think maybe they're just like glancing away, not even out of disgust, just but out, out of, of respect. Like, respect. They're like, yeah. "Oh no, that concierge is dirty." Yeah. It's like, why would you go up to someone and be like, "Why are you dirty? Are you homeless?" <laughs> like, you don't go up to a homeless person be like why are you homeless that's very rude yeah you just you either help or i guess you continue walking and in this case how can you help her she has a job <laughs> like she's employed you go up to her and maybe ask her where the best uh, local restaurants are how is that helping her that's giving her work to do not helping her at all i'm it's giving her work to do which i think she hates if someone's gonna come up to her and talk maybe they would ask her to do her hotel her employee job, business yeah, maybe and that's why I've learned to not be social with those kinds of people. Those kinds of people. Okay. Every kind oh, wow. of people. Every kinds of people. <laughs> she opened the paragraph yeah. with the word people. Yeah, people. So, yeah, fair all enough. people. All people, in conclusion. I continued doodling, then someone came up to my desk. I looked up. It was the boy from yesterday. Do we still not know this man's name? I mean, it's Bill, but... I don't know his I name. I thought we learned his name yesterday. He's just the dark-haired boy. He's just the dark-haired boy. No relation. <laughs> <laughs> the only person that was ever nice to me. Wow. Oh, that's right. Sad. The only person that had an actual conversation with me. This whoa, 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 whoa. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Cleo has had several conversations with her. This is disrespectful to Cleo. I think we know this about Julia already. Yeah. We've discussed it specifically. Okay. Rude. Rude. <laughs> Cleo just doesn't exist, I guess. And obviously, the person, the per the hotel person who gave her this job and like housed her must have had a conversation with her. No. How? <laughs> nope. All of their communication was done via like uh, Carrier scribbling pigeon. on a note card. Yeah, they were just like pass it. it. <laughs> yeah. We will not speak to each other. They wrote it in code. <laughs> the first person that didn't look at me like I was a freak. That's beautiful. I guess. Hi, Julia. Oh, he knows her name, but she doesn't know his name. <laughs> Hi. I was wondering if you knew where uh, this place was. He handed me a card with an address on it. Well, sir, it has an address on it. 
I should tell you how to get there. No. I no guess Google not, Maps. Yeah. That's right. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm I I I'm too technologically driven. I was like, oh sorry, sorry. Can you believe that <laughs> this is just how people navigated? He could have Yahoo mapped it. He could have map quested it. Map quested it. it. Map quested it. <laughs> but there was once a day before you had map quest. That's true. And you just had to look at a, a map, a, a physical to, map, and be yeah. like, "Where's one 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 Main Street?" Yeah, he had to go buy a physical map. <laughs> Impossible. Oh, you go down the block, then make a right. Thanks. Hey, uh, do you want to come to our concert tonight? Uh, okay. <laughs> so eloquent. Can you take that again? Why? I feel like there's got to be more there. Come on, come um, on, give it your best shot. Um, okay. There you go. <laughs> sorry. I wanted to hear the emotion. I'm sorry. I it's it's a little bit hard to read, you know. I I don't know how much I have to work with here, but I've never had a problem with the lines in this story. They always make a perfect sense to me. <laughs> to be fair, I think Bill gets better lines than than the L character in every story. Half of her lines are like, "What?" <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. It's a... Bill definitely gets the meat of the meat of the dialogue for sure. Yes, he's got to woo her. She just has to be like, okay. <laughs> to, to be clear, I'm making a joke. I'm constantly confused. <laughs> Even when the lines make sense, I flub them. Listen, I think like you get to play every character that isn't L, and they all get the best lines. L is the one who kind who constantly is just kind of reacting to things. It's a this character has no agency, mm. if you will. Nothing. She never does anything. Everything happens to her. What would you like her to do? Uh, this character? Yeah, Julia. I'd like her to have a better attitude. Yeah. I know she's in a bad spot, but she's very mean. Mm. Mm. Good. Uh, here's a ticket. He gave me a white and red ticket. Oh, white and red. Okay. Mm. See you there. Okay. Sorry, no. Uh, take it again, no, take sorry, it again. Sorry, sorry. I actually was wrong that time. Uh, okay. Yeah. I want you to dive deep into yourself and okay. find I the am, deep emotional place. I am dirty. <laughs> where Julia's spirit comes from, and I want you to channel that. I am a hotel. Yes. Oh, and uh, your friend can come too if she wants. He looked over at Cleo, who was busy batting her eyelashes at him. No, I won't let her take this from me. We hate Julia. We hate <laughs> She's not my friend. I'd love to go. Okay, yeah. He just has tickets. He's like freaking Willy Wonka just handed out golden <laughs> tickets. Red and white tickets. He gave Cleo a ticket too and left. Cleo started jumping for joy. Hey, oh, we're happy for Cleo. Cleo has a great attitude. Yeah, Cleo's happy. She loves Tokyo Hotel. I'm happy for Cleo. This is exciting for Cleo. Has Cleo actually, I know she's going to be like the villain character, but has she actually done anything bad yet? I think that it was implied that she was going to tell on Julia for taking food from Bill. Even I mean, though she hasn't. Went... I know. I agree with that. Yeah. She hasn't done anything yet. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Elle is on uh, Mibba.com reading the original story here. All right. I'm looking it up. Uh, okay. Cleo is, uh, as of right now. Yeah. Even though she's portrayed as the villain, she's just portrayed as like selfish because she's bored at work and she should be grateful that she has a job. Julia's bored at work. Uh, Julia never necessarily says that she's bored at work. She just says she has nothing to do, which is, I guess, fine. But, uh, so no, Cleo has not actually done anything for us to not like her yet. Yeah, and then she just said that was Tokyo Hotel. And then she's not in the following chapter. It's just like, like you said, implied that she might tell 
on Julia for taking the food, but it's not confirmed. Like, she clearly Julia still has her job, so. Very mean. Anyway. Of course Cleo has to have everything. I finally get something important and I have to share it with a girl who has everything. Okay, clearly Cleo doesn't have everything because she has a job. If she had everything, she would not need to be at a, like, working at a hotel as a concierge. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe she just enjoys working. Uh, no, she's bored. <laughs> Remember? I agree yeah. with you, but, you know, maybe she does it despite the boredom. because She wants that satisfaction. She wants the, Even uh... though she's living on capital gains and we all know yeah. it. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> what are capital gains? That's uh, money you receive from investments. Oh. Okay. Oh, you're saying like she's like an investor baby, like she invested in GameStop or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying okay. Cleo invested in GameStop, <laughs> GameStop the day before this story yeah. started. And then she's just riding that high for the rest of the book. <laughs> I glared at her and she smiled. Oh, don't be like that, Juju. Don't call me Juju. <laughs> Whatever. So I'll see you at the concert tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 She could have been like, no, but so she's like, yeah, I will see you there. Do you think no would have been better? <laughs> no. She could have just said nothing. This feels like kind of like a loaded conversation. But like, would you like to carpool? Yes, I would. Pick me up at six. <laughs> Thank you for the offer. <laughs> I will see you then. <laughs> so. I don't know, but I'm Team Cleo at this point. I, I know that she's being painted as the villain, but I am very curious to see if she's going to actually do anything wrong or if she's just going to be a normal person, but she's just vaguely in the way of the main character and is therefore the villain, you know? I wonder if it's one of those things. The way I see it, I hear what you're saying, but I also don't think there's a lot in this story to point to her being the villain right if you were to read this separate from context mm -hmm. if you didn't know that you had written this at, at <laughs> eight years old or whatever <laughs> you would say okay julia is being written as kind of an anti-hero yeah right and, and you can tell that cleo is a good person even if the story is from julia's limited perspective but i don't know that it's from that it's portraying her or julia i mean uh cleo is a good person i feel like she very distinctly has that whole like Look at her and her drab and like her drab life, like not appreciating anything, being selfish and whatnot. Like she's being painted right. as a villain. The story takes place. There's an unre unreliable narrator here, right? I guess. We're, we're, we have to understand yeah. this. <laughs> um, a fundamental part of it that you must understand. You have to. You must. Yeah. Um, but it, it's. It's plain to see. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, it doesn't take a lot of analysis to understand that Julia is a flawed protagonist, uh -huh. which is okay. Um, and that just leads you naturally to the understanding that Cleo is not as portrayed by the narration here. I don't think that's a stretch. <laughs> okay. That, I think that's fine. So we all agree Cleo's a good person, right? Yes. Now. I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to be curious to see what she actually does. Because as you know, in the yeah. previous story, our villains did things like, you know, like arson and poisoning and attempted murder and like bending ladles in half. So uh, I'm curious to see. Oh, and one put a curse on someone after they died. So it'll be interesting to see <laughs> how she can live up to the villains of the past. I'm hoping There's... that she doesn't. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm also kind of nervous. <laughs> nervous. Like, remember Mandy when she got like, like she was beaten to the point of like the brink of death. 
Yes. For like nothing. <laughs> Not nothing, but like she flirted with Bill. Yes. Even though he had a girlfriend, which I was like, I don't know, man. Sucks, but like you do not deserve to die because of that. But Elle, Elle doesn't know the limits of her strength, and maybe Julia doesn't either. I'm curious we'll see. to see Arthur Elle's uh, maturity come out in this story. By having them be friends at the end? By having subtler villainy. Uh, okay. Uh, That's we'll my see. prediction. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a slow burn. Oh, slow burn, slow burn villainy. <laughs> This is actually a Cleo story. Ooh. That would be fun. <laughs> and now we have one line left of the chapter, which is, she kept talking and I went back to work. Stupid Cleo. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Poor Cleo. Please. This chapter was literally titled about how Cleo gets in the way. All she did was go to the concert. They're not even obligated to talk to each other if they're there. <laughs> They can, they can go. be in totally different sections. Yeah. They don't have to see each other. They're like, it's probably like a general admission concert. They don't even need to stand near each other. They they willingly agreed to go together. They don't need to interact at all. You're right. This is just rude to Cleo. Poor Cleo. It's not like they got backstage passes or anything either. They, they just prob- got... They probably did. No, he just gave them a ticket. It probably says backstage pass on it. That's not how backstage passes work. They're passes. You get a little lanyard. They give it to you when you exchange your ticket into the door. They give you, you a lanyard. I don't know. I've I don't never, know. I've been... never been backstage. Yes, you have. <laughs> you what? went backstage for the Try Guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. They gave me a lanyard. When you got there? Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because I'm saying, like, I went there. I didn't have a ticket. I got there and I told them, hello, it's me. And then they gave me a lanyard. I think it's very reasonable okay. to think that you could exchange a ticket for a lanyard. I don't know how okay so the try guys was a little bit different because it was more of like a uh like less of a concert more of a show kind of thing like i don't know with a rock concert i don't know i know there are backstage passes for this kind of thing tokyo hotel had them at their most recent tour and i didn't go unfortunately um but i don't know how it works but i don't know if they have backstage passes that's not what he said i wouldn't assume that but then again i guess i'm not julia so and she seems very excited to go to this concert. I'm happy for her. I think if you're Bill Cowlick, uh-huh. the star of Tokyo Hotel, okay. giving out tickets to your own concert, yeah. which is reasonable. I yeah. think that he would probably have up to 30 tickets that he wanted, if he wanted to give them out, mm-hmm. they would also come with a backstage pass. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Bill, if you're listening, please weigh in. <laughs> and uh, wait, wait, wait. I had another question, which is how does she know what a concert is? pardon me i don't know like she seems to be like playing like this whole like i don't know anything card and i'm like how does she know what a concert is she's probably never been what's your evidence for this i don't know she's just always like i don't know what a family is i don't know what it is to have friends she is like, she's speaking know. metaphorically ah. she's, she's not from the past <laughs> she's what is this newfangled hoo-ha you call a concert yeah i don't know where you're getting that from i don't know sorry sorry i was just curious do, do we know, is she 16? Is that how old she is? I don't know. I'm going to look that up as well. I'm we don't, curious. we talked about this. We don't know how old she is. Uh, yeah, I think, I think she's 16, I think is how old she is. No, I think we had a conversation about this and about how nobody could know how old she is. That's true. How they, oh, yeah, she doesn't know how old she, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're just going to assume she's like approximately 16 and or 18. Because I don't think I would have made her 17 because I really like even numbers. (laughs) 
And that's my evidence. So I think in the next chapter, I think they're going to go to this concert and Cleo will be a delight. And <laughs> Julia's going to be like, fuck that bitch. <laughs> like for no reason. So that's, that's my guess. What is your prediction? My prediction is that something will befall Tokyo Hotel before they can get to the concert. Ooh, that's fun. Fun, 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 fun. All right. So there you have it. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at MyFirstFanPod. You can follow us on Instagram at FirstFanFictionPodcast. You can like us on Facebook at MyFirstFanFiction. And you can email me at MyFirstFanFiction at gmail.com. Kisses with regret. Kisses with regret.